0: Good morning. What's going on, everybody? It's officially game week. We have made it after, I don't know, how many weeks? A billion? A trillion? Too many it's been way too many, but what's going on, everybody? Got a good show for y'all today. Gonna we'll talk about the quarterback battle. We also have the defensive stats from last week. So we did the over unders. We're gonna do those again, and I wrote those up this morning for you. Got to give a shout out. Lane was the first person in here. He says he got his coffee going, time for some Buckeye brew. Good morning, to everybody. So yeah, good morning, everybody. What's going on, Ron? How you doing?
1: Pretty good, pretty good, getting into the swing of things. It is still early for the start of the week. I swear this doesn't, I swear it gets earlier and earlier every
0: morning, but <laughs> we are here. Yeah, somehow, some way we manage, but yeah, man, here yeah, we go. So today, we're going to talk quarterback battle. Obviously, it never ends, so we'll get in there how we're how we're feeling about it. So let's jump into that, but before that, I got to plug some stuff because we had it all last week so again start a new pre-game show on saturday morning everybody not forget so saturday morning 10 30 you'll find ron you'll find me you find some untitled guests will be showing up so everybody will be here saturday morning 10 is 10 10 o'clock right 10, o'clock? 10 a.m 10, 10 to 11 30. so we'll be in here for that now post game Bleacher Report, reaching back out to Ron. They say he did a you know fairly decent job, so we'll, we'll bring him back for that. So you'll get instant reaction on Bleacher Report. Download the app today. Be prepared. We'll be back on there talking talking ball right after the game, right after the reaction. Finally have some football to talk about. Thank the Lord. Also, too, Wednesday, Mike and the crew will be back, national show, um, the fans edge. So they'll be going takes on there. And me and Chris will be here at 7 o'clock thursday bring your alcohol bring your drinks we're gonna be here late as we uh kick off the pre uh the preseason show so i think is that is that everything wrong everything We dropped two
1: hype videos on the channel last night too so after today's episode go watch those and get pumped for the college football season so yeah we have two hype videos one for ohio state one for all of college football both of those are out now on the channel so check
0: those out but yeah i think that's that is everything All right, we covered it. Let's get to the show. So, finally, question, Ron, do we get a starter this week? (laughs) I hope so. Like, at
1: this point, like, I can't take this battle anymore. Like, I need them to name a starter. And if we go into week one with two starters, I'm going to be fucking furious because, like, Then it goes from a peaceful game where everybody's supposed to be enjoying, you know, a 31 point blowout over Indiana week one against a conference foe. And it's going to be a Buckeye Civil War on all of social media. The first guy to throw an incompletion is the worst quarterback ever. The first one to throw a touchdown, there's going to be people putting up trees in Buckeye Grove. Like, it's just it's a lose lose situation once we go into the game with two quarterbacks. So I like I feel like it's almost taking some of the excitement out of the start of the first week because I just know
0: it's gonna be hell everywhere. Yeah, man. This I feel like this is the, uh, the natural transition of Ryan Day since he's walked in the door. We have gotten no information. He's <laughs> like, just got less and less. So we we go from. No injuries to no death chart. Now nah, we ain't got no starters. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> plays, so it's just it's just the way that it's there to go. But yeah, man. Um. So I guess we'll talk how we feel about there being no starter. I just feel like, like you said, it kind of di- dimin- diminishes your feeling going into the game because you're like, oh, well, Devin Brown's gonna ball out. What if he doesn't start? Well, Kyle McCord's gonna ball out. Well, He might not start either. Well, yeah, all right. I don't know. Somebody's gonna ball out. Lincoln Kyle Holes is gonna start at quarterback. <laughs> like chris said and he's going ball out so at least we got that but um yeah man i don't i don't know exactly how i feel about that when talking the mentality of the program it's just having a straight direction of like this is our guy and let's go i don't know how you feel about it but that's me i'm like this feels wishy-washy it's game week we're to go up there and put 50 on indiana like name a quarterback and let's ride
1: i mean it's the most ryan day thing ever i mean he's, he's mr nice guy doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings and the fact that like we don't have a starter named after I mean it's not like these got one of these guys is a transfer or you haven't had time to evaluate them Devin Brown has been in the program for two years Kyle McCord's been in the program for three we've had spring we've had fall and we still don't have a starter and then it makes you wonder like okay you've had three years to establish yourself Kyle I thought Kyle was going to take the reins of this quarterback battle by the end of spring and we would have a starter name coming out of spring and the fact that we're now five days away from the Indiana game and Kyle is still not the starter it just gives me concern because it's one of two things either Kyle isn't doing what he needs to separate or Devin Brown's that exceptional and Kyle McCord is a great quarterback but Devin Brown just will not relinquish his hold on this competition. And if that's the case, you have to play Devin Brown. I mean, at no point last year did anyone think that Kyle McCord was pushing C.J. Stroud to be the starter. So, I mean, if you're being pushed already by Devin, who's a year younger, has been in the system less, you have to play the younger guy. So, like, I'm interested to see, because clearly the coaches are split on this. Clearly Ryan Day is uncertain about this. So it's really time for you know hall of fame twitter coaches to step in and do what ryan day is not able to do and he's going to go out there and play two quarterbacks potentially on saturday and you're going to need a hall of fame twitter coach like me to step in and tell you who the starter is and i feel like that's what's going to happen he's going to go
0: out there and trot two quarterbacks out there and (laughs) and let the people decide yeah, I love, I love you always ask. They'd be like, well, do you trust the coaches? Well, yeah, I do, but not about this. If <laughs> you In my opinion, oh, we should start things like that. So I think that's too funny. So I do want to ask you in the chat. So let's say we get two quarterbacks on Saturday. begrudgingly, to get a starter, what do you need? Let's say, let's start with Kyle McCord. What do you need to see from Kyle McCord to say he's the guy? Number one, whoever
1: plays on Saturday better not turn the ball over that's the number one thing I better not see turnovers like I like if Devin Brown goes up goes out there and lights it up but he's turning the ball over fumbling throwing it to the other team that's not going to excite me same with Kyle McCord like I don't want to see you trying to force it into tight windows and turning the ball over so number one for me is protect the ball and then finish in the red zone those are the two things that I'm looking for Personally, um, during this battle, if they both play on Saturday, I need to see someone protect the ball and I need them to put points, not just three on the board. I need to see them put touchdowns on the board in the red zone. So those would be the two things that I'm looking for from these quarterbacks on Saturday.
0: Yeah, red zone execution, obviously, very important. Definitely need that. We struggle with that over some seasons and it's cost us at times. Um, from Kyle McCord, man, I would just love to see confidence. I would love to see him go through the defense like, like a surgeon, like real precise, you know what I'm saying, hitting his guys, balls on time, things like that, because he's been here, should be comfortable with these receivers right now. Um, from Devin Brown, I would love to see a little more. I guess, I don't know, I want to say a little more like vibe, but a little more explosion to the offense. I want to see him, you know, willingly use his legs. I want to see him, you know, try deep ball. I want to see him take some chances. I would like to see – because he's a little more of a risk taker, so I would love to see him play a little more to that, take chances, let guys make plays, things like that, because I think they have a little different playing style even under the same offense. So that's what I would love to see the guys, and obviously be themselves. Don't, you know, try to fit in, like be yourself, and then the offense will fit you, so – that's what I love to see both guys and then, you know, who's ever better count the stats uh, and let's roll from there. So I will you think that. you? I mean, you really think the performances – and, like, this is the thing that's frustrating me.
1: You know, again, who am yeah. I? Hall of Fame Twitter coach. <laughs> I don't fucking think that, like, I'm going to need to, like, pull up the box score and, like, pull out my magnifying glass to figure out who played yeah, better. Like, I feel like <laughs> by the end of the game, I will confidently be able to say without looking at the stats, Who played better, which, again, makes me so confused how we are at this point. Like, how is it this close that you, Ryan Day, excellent quarterback evaluator, producer of three first round picks, can't tell which is the better guy? Which makes me feel like emotion and feelings is coming into this decision because, like, I just find it hard to believe the cutthroat mentality of, you know, uh, top five program head coach. Can't look at these two and tell me which one's better.
0: I think no, you probably sure. know. Like I, I said this weeks ago, Ryan Day knows who starters should be. He's just not going to tell us, or he's just going to well, roll it out I, Why I we're a
1: thirty-one why. fucking point favorite? Who are we? Are we <laughs> gaming Indiana? Like if we yes. need to hide who our starting quarterback is from the fucking Indiana Hoosiers, I mean, I don't want to hear natty season from anyone because you know we got to fucking hide our quarterback and because. Indiana might beat us. Like, what are we what are we doing?
0: I'm telling you. I, I said it weeks ago. I was like, bro, he knows. Like, there's no way he doesn't know. He knows by now. He knows who starter is. He knows he's gonna start on Saturday. He's just not telling us. I, I I firmly believe he's just holding it down for whatever reason. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. if he's if there's no a <laughs> Honestly, if there's
1: a – I off, I mean there's one start between these two guys. If they think Indiana is gonna have an advantage if they know who the quarterback is, they should fucking name the quarterback. I want to see Indiana's best shot, most prepared against whoever this guy is. It's going to be our starting quarterback. I don't want anything easy for them. These are tune-up games leading up into Notre Dame. So, I mean, if if you feel like Indiana's going to play better, if they know Devin Brown's the starter, I want Devin Brown in his first start to see Indiana's best shot. Like, Again, I'm I'm just not on this gamesmanship type of thing where we're hiding the starter from someone.
0: I mean, I don't think it has anything to really do. Indiana, we're a 28 point favorite. If we don't walk in to blow them out, I will be surprised. I think Ryan Day is really just maybe having the mentality of maybe wanting guys both to prepare like starters, maybe want guys to you know go go play like or go out there, ball out, play loose. And it said, they're splitting Yeah, So Chris said, they're splitting reps down the middle in practice. I think it was both guys that think, hey, stupid. you're still in a battle. Let me push you all the way to the end, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Your chance will be on Saturday to go prove yourself you're truly the starter. Um, I think it's mentality like that. I would say he knows, and if it was Notre Dame, he would pick a starter and be like, all right, this is my guy Saturday. But because it's Indiana and it should be a blowout, I think he's just really tapping into that mentality or he just doesn't want to tell the media. One of, one of the two. But I would say more he's pushing to the mentality of these quarterbacks and saying, can I get a late jump? Can I get somebody who I, I think they were having a scrimmage late last week or early this week?
1: At what point do you just go with the younger guy then? Because how long do we do this? Show me, show me something. you've had fucking forever
0: to win the job. It's over you know what i'm saying what what, what did mike say let let me tell you something (laughs) Ah, if it was me i'd have named the young guy probably like two weeks ago or at least what i'm saying
1: it's like yo your girl's cheated on you fucking four times but like maybe she's gonna change like you know who she is now like you've seen this (laughs)
0: like
1: what are we what are we doing like you know who kyle mccord is so either you're dicking Cal McCord around because he's the better quarterback and it should have been named the starter or you're dicking over Devin Brown. Like I find it so hard to believe that one of them is not better than the other noticeably. Like how much, like when have you ever seen, like, give me an example in the last three years on this team where regard, if you swapped out the backup at any position, that is relatively the same, no drop off.
0: Um, outside of maybe some Sonny Styles in the secondary last year. That's an improvement. So <laughs> That's an improvement. Without question, every person knows that Sonny Styles was better than the fucking undrafted niggas
1: ahead of him. And that's exactly my fucking point, bro. You said Sonny Styles, you knew the younger guy was better. There's not an example. Like, even Trey and mine, even when mine came in, you knew, oh man, I wish our fucking starter was healthy. Like, none of these guys. Any position, even when we see the worst guy playing, everyone fucking knows who the better players. I, I I challenge you. Three years, name someone where it's just been like, oh, it doesn't matter who we have out there. Uh, you know, still Chambers or C.J. Hicks. We know they're the same. It, it's never. So you're telling me with a, an off season, you still don't know? It's Cap. <coughs> it's
0: fucking Cap. Oh, man. Ugh. I don't know, man i named a couple weeks ago that that is that is just me um do you also let me ask so probably not gonna get a starter we'll get go both guys play play saturday do you think this goes past game one if you do have that i have any fucking say because i swear to god if it's noticeable
1: who the starter is i'm getting on (laughs) bridge report and naming the fucking starter like immediately (laughs) after the game I will name the starter. Fuck the Ryan Day press conference. You come over to Bleacher Report. Ron James, Hall of Fame Twitter coach, will have a starter named for you. Like, there's absolutely, Ryan Day needs a full spring session, spring games, five scrimmages to name a starter. Your boy Ron James needs one game against Indiana, and I'll be able to tell you who that starter is. So make sure you tune in on Bleacher Report, because fuck the Ryan Day press conference. There is no way this can go past one game. I would say, <coughs> yeah,
0: I mean, some, somebody's got, there's very few things that are equal in this world. Somebody's got to be better. <laughs> like somebody has to has to run the office. Somebody has to do something better to where you your name a starter here. So hopefully that is not last week, one, oh, last past week one. So let's see. So I, I want to ask this in a, in a hypothetical because you have up here who's going to throw for more yards? Who's going to throw for more touchdowns? Let's say in a hypothetical world we have the multiverse, and in one multiverse Devin Brown starts, in the other multiverse Kyle McCord starts. All things are equal, no injuries, nothing crazy like that. They're dealing with the same thing. Who do you think would throw for more yards and touchdowns if that was the case? If they Staff each played the whole game? Yeah, yeah. So let's say like we got one multiverse, you know, Devin Brown on. He's starting all fifty. Well, we got twelve all twelve regular season games. I McCord, another multiverse, starts all 12 regular season games. Who do you think's throwing more yards and touchdowns? Maybe that made this one more difficult. You see, <laughs> this is why you hired me. This is exactly why you hired me. We created a multiverse. I go with
1: – I go with, with – Chad, let I me know. Devin, I think Devin Brown throws for more yards and touchdowns. I just feel like he has significantly more – bucket in his DNA like I think he's gonna go out there and make the throws necessary I mean we saw him smash every record in the state of Utah only playing you know what I mean three quarters half a game you know what I mean like he wasn't even finishing out these games He was running up the score so high so I go go with the younger guy I think Devin Brown by week five without question given the exact same opportunities would be the better quarterback I mean looking at his life trajectory they're in a neck to neck quarterback battle and uh Kyle McCord's been in the program a year longer he's been on this earth a year longer like you have an advantage and Devin Brown is right on your ass i it, the fact like i've been comic mccord since day one cam mccord comic, mccord cam mccord by week 2 of spring i mean by week 2 of fall when they hadn't named the quarterback they were telling me something if Devin Brown, having broke his thumb, not having a traditional uh, off season between the spring and the fall, and still coming in and competing after nursing an injury, what are we doing here? Like The more and more we talk this out, I'm starting to fucking get pissed off because it doesn't make any fucking sense. This guy was hurt. He's still battling in the fucking quarterback battle, and he's still right there. Name the guy. If Devin's the guy,
0: fucking name him. Um, I mean, yeah, I I agree with you there. If It's close. Again, I I play the younger guy in this hypothetical world I created. I think I would go with Devin Brown to have more touchdowns. I would. I don't know if I would go with him and have more yards. I think I'll give yards to Kyle McCord, but I would say Devin Brown probably have more touchdowns and interceptions. He seems like a little more risk taker, a little Brett Farvey. So I would go there, but I think overall he would produce. And I mean, that's what you get. You know, have somebody say, hey. Effy, Marv out there somewhere. <laughs> just letting it fly. So that, that, that's what I would think. But yeah, man, so we still don't know about this quarterback battle. Things are up in the air with that. But we will move on from that. Hopefully Ryan Day has, what, presser tomorrow? Tomorrow? I think so, tomorrow. All right, yeah. So he has game week presser. So um, we will hopefully get some more information on that because I'm honestly tired of talking about quarterbacks at this point. I just need a guy and let's roll. But yeah. So, last week, this is for you guys in the chat. We And also, we got 48 people in here. Y'all are in here early for game week. We really appreciate that. Like that video. I mean, it's even a little high numbers for us. So, y'all are excited for the game week just like we are. We can't wait. Go ahead, like that video. And wake somebody else up and get, him in, get them in here who's not already in here. Let's grow this channel. Let's try to get the 5K by the season. All that good stuff. So, last week, we played offensive stats. Over under, and we got some predictions there. I said, Hey, we'll run it back with the defense starters and all that. So let's roll. Oh, we got a super chat. Let's get that up here before we get to it. There, I got blazing highlights. DB33 is QB1. All right, bold statement right there, man. I, I don't, I still don't know if I get behind that 33, man. I absolutely can't, even if he's a <laughs> starter, like bro. I hate that
1: shit, bro. It's so bad. It like It's so felt good because we really bash. haven't
0: seen any highlights, so it's like you don't have to see the It's like a ball, but it's like, hey, Jack Sawyer really balling out today. That's you what know, I'm saying. <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Chad, is we rocking with a 33 or not? I don't know if I've asked that, but uh, are we rocking 33 Blazing Highlights? We appreciate you for Super Chat of the Week. Appreciate you most definitely. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> Joe Chase is 33 at ass. So <laughs> I don't know if we can rock with 33. But um, let's go ahead and hop into these over-unders again. Appreciate the super chat. All right. Maybe that's so, why he hasn't been named a starter. Like, maybe it's the 33. It. That's the hold up. Right. They said change your number. No. All right. You, you ain't start. <laughs> okay. That's, I mean, that's how I do it. All right. So let's start at the top. Our guy, JT, Jathan, or is it, yeah, it's Jathan, right? Jathan Tui Molo Al. So, obviously, projected first-round pick. Dude's up there on all the boards. Everybody's better to have a breakout season. Chat, over, under for JT, seven and a half sacks. Eight to hit the over, seven hit the under, how much of a breakout season does JT have? Let me know. Is he over? Is he under, Ron? Seven and a half sacks. Where are you at?
1: I want to be negative, Nelly, on these fucking unders because I was looking at them pre-show, bro. <laughs> under, under. This nigga didn't have five sacks last year. Ain't no way I'm getting on here and be like seven and a half. No. Now, wait, no, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. No, now, I, I got, I, I got to see something. I'd rather be wrong than get out here and fucking. I, I can't like maybe it's game week. Like, we're maybe the nerves are starting to get to me, but like the sunshine. Like everybody, it's like a bright, smiley day. The season's here, and me, I'm like the grumpy old guy, like ashing cigarettes into his coffee and drinking it. Like it, the sky is gray for me here in Pittsburgh right now. Like we don't have a fucking quarterback. The season's here. I'm going under, bro. I like it, we're we're at show, we're at show me something season. Like I got through. Like the sun. The off season is when I lie to myself to just get through the days. Like I better times are coming. We're winning and natty. We have a Heisman at quarterback, running back, and linebacker. Yeah. Like We have this talent everywhere, but now that the season's right in front of me, like y'all niggas got to prove it to me every fucking week. And right now, I ain't seen no sacks. Everybody's at zero, and I, I got to see something. I need a big game from JTT. I mean, we saw him go crazy against Penn State, but, I mean, at the end of the day, he had less than four sacks last year, so... I'm going to need to see something before I can get out here and say eight. So I'm taking
0: the under. So the chat is split. I'm seeing some overs. I'm seeing some unders. Y'all are pretty split here. I will say we talked all offseason about this interior push, how crazy Mike Hall and Tyleek Williams and Tywin Malone and Ty Hamiltons. a lot of ties in there. And Hero Canoe and all those guys are going to go crazy inside. If they do what they're supposed to do, I think seven is is really walking the line, but I will go the I'll go the over. I'll go eight. I think he's gonna have seven or eight sacks this season. I will go eight. You know, gets that final sack uh, against Michigan to close out the game and hits the eight. So, and also this is regular season, people. No playoffs. No uh, no Big Ten championship. Nothing like that. So this is regular season. I will go eight. I think he's gonna go crazy. So, so there. So moving on. Jack Sawyer. Now, I was surprised at these numbers because Jack Sawyer is less. He's at six and a half. So, now, now Ron, he's at six and a half. We think Jack Sawyer go going to go crazy this year. So, six and a half sacks, seven to get the over, six to hit the under. Chad, where is Jack Sawyer at in sacks? Ron, let me know.
1: I have Sack Sawyer leading the team in sacks this year. I think he does get seven. Um, he led the team last year with four. Playing out of position and overweight, I think him more at his natural position, more opportunities. I think Jack will hit that seven mark in sacks this year.
0: Yeah, I'm right. I'm right with you, uh, Posh. I also see you asking about when Ron's gonna be on Bleach Report Saturday post game, right after the game. He'll have an immediate reaction, and we'll go to Bleach Report right there. So usually you just had your you just had your Buckeye full or no, fi- oh, that's wrong. Buckeye fill. Because we finally played. Right after that, Ron's going to get his instant reaction on Bleach Report. He will be there. Download that app. Jack Sawyer. Man, man, man. See, the thing is, I think these guys are going to go so crazy in the first couple weeks that it's going to be like the rest of the regular seasons, like a sack here, sack there. They're going to hit their numbers. Jack Sawyer is six and a half. I think Jack Sawyer's <laughs> draft status is strictly based off his sacks. I think with the interior pass rush, JT on the other side wreaking havoc. I think Jack can go for double digit sacks this season. I think he can. I think he can get 10. And I think he needs to hit 10 if he wants to be that first round pick that he was supposed to be when he walked out of high school, you know, all ripped up, talking about he was a wolf man. I'm definitely going to double digit for Jack. He hits over six and a half easy. Probably should have switched those to be honest and may, make it more interesting. But yeah, I think I'm definitely hitting the over.
1: I think he hits the over double digits again. I gotta see something before I start talking crazy like that. Because who knows? We may go out and beat Indiana seventy three nothing, and I'm gonna get on Bleacher Report and just start lying. <laughs> National championships. <laughs> fucking. Is it too late to schedule the two thousand and one Miami Hurricanes? Like, tell them niggas pull up. Like, <laughs> let us let us start winning, bro. I'm gonna start talking disrespectful. But I need my I need to know who the fuck my quarterback is first and i need to see my defense actually tackle someone like bro i saw highlights from last season Uh, i was putting together that hype video uh that's on the channel and in the college football one we have Mm -hmm. the parker washington long run and we had two motherfuckers in our secondary run into each other essentially tackle each other and the receiver spins out of an arm tackle i swear to god if i fucking feel like if i see our cornerbacks Like, hanging on like fucking fangirls onto wide receivers streaking through our secondary this year, missing fucking arm tackles. I'm going to lose it, bro. Who motherfuckers need to go out there and tackle someone? No, fuck positivity, bro. The season (laughs) is here. We are in realism season, bro. The Sunshines are fucking gone. The Rambos, you can't fucking see them anymore. All you can see is a fucking third straight loss to Teton right in front of us. So if motherfuckers don't get their shit together, that's what we have to look forward to. All this fucking uh, everybody's great bullshit is over. Like niggas got to prove it week in and week out. I'm done kissing ass. Off season is over. We are here and niggas need to win. Period.
0: So I'm gonna let y'all know. Ron's on his on his serious streak. But if you want to hear some serious lies, tune in to State of the Program on Thursday with me and Chris Drew at seven o'clock. We will be drinking. The lies will be plentiful, and we are going to be hyped up. For drinking that Ryan Day Kool-Aid, and you better I'll wake just, up, do, bro. Do, season's here. I'm just letting y'all know. Tune in Thursday. you you going to get some new serious lies. So this one is interesting right here. I got the stat for y'all. Mike Hall. We all know Mike Hall. He's hurt last season. Absolute monster. Saw what he did in Notre Dame game. Mike Hall this season, this is the guy, right? Interior pass rush. Is Mike Hall six and a half sacks over or under? Over to hit seven. Under to, he hits, if he hits six, he's under. But let me preface this stat. Let me preface this stat. You're like six and a half, that's kind of a lot. A healthy Mike Hall in the first six games last season hit four and a half sacks. First six games. So if he was able to repeat that or get close, he'd only have to get two more. Mike Hall over under six and a half sacks. Ron, where you at? Under, I think he hit six. Um, yeah. I, still, uh,
1: I, I just I, getting that many sacks from the interior in your names, not Aaron Donald. I just find that difficult to do i think six would be more than acceptable from him this year um so we'll see what happens i i mean he may run it up with half sacks look we could get out there and this team put up nine sacks week one I, and and i don't doubt that but right now i have to see it bro i have to see everybody is on show and proof Right now for me, like other than Tommy Eichenberg and Uh, Travion Henderson, like the two guys that I think are going to end up in New York this year. Everyone else got to prove it to me. Like I've seen these guys play out there at gold jacket level and I need to see everyone else do it. So until then, I am hesitant to go over on this defense. I think six, I would be happy with six for my call. So I'm going to go with the
0: under. What did I tell you last week? Mike Hall's name is not Aaron Donald. It's Aaron Donald Senior. It's Aaron Donald's dad. He taught him whatever.
1: And there's one rule on this network, and that's that we do not disrespect whippie you niggas. Your boy, Cam, your boy, Ron, is from Pittsburgh. We do not disrespect Whippeel Legends. That goes for Malik Hooker. That goes for Aaron Donald. So, no. <laughs> Mike Hall Jr. is not no motherfucking senior to Aaron Donald. So, again, before I bring Q up here, I'm going to let him think about his thoughts before we go disrespect the niggas from Pittsburgh again and go ahead and bring him back up here to put some respect on the Whippiel's name. Aaron Donald is one of the greatest football players to ever lace them up so for you to even imply that this junior in fucking college is better than one of the greatest football players of all time it's fucking blasphemous
0: cam you know exactly how i made that mistake <laughs> all right hey my fault everybody i said aaron donald senior actually what i meant to say is aaron donald is actually the third mike hall is the first Aaron Donald, and then there's a junior, and then he's the third. So that's what I meant to say. My fault, y'all. But as I was saying, so six and a half sacks for Mike Hall. I'm with you. I'm going to go to the under. I think he'll get around six. That's a lot, though. That's, six is a lot. So that's a really good season, but I think he will That's what around.
1: I was saying. Boys want him to come out here and fucking put up Chase Young numbers from the interior. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> 18 sacks. Mike yeah, Hall. Mike Hall over under
0: 15 and a half sacks and five touchdowns. Like, Nash'd what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, all right. So Mike Hall's running mate, Tyreek Williams. Now this was this is I lowball y'all here. Tyreek Williams over under three and a half sacks. Where are we at with Tyreek? Ron, let me know.
1: He's the king of garbage time <laughs> production. So I'm gonna go over for tiley i could i could see this man
0: time like, out i know you did not go to the chat and say the arizona ichi
1: you yeah God, nigga
0: chill out
1: aaron scott's big bro out here oh on this fucking God. extra light skin shit but back to what i was saying
0: go ahead man go ahead
1: you got it um Tyreek Williams, yeah, he's the king of garbage time production. So I think, <laughs> oh damn, <laughs> what he is—he gets in there against the fucking Scrubs and plays against like uh, West Dakota and starts fucking throwing people over his over his shoulder. Like his pass rush is immaculate during garbage time, um, and I think he's going to beat up on bad competition. I think he hits the over. I, 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 Like, I don't think this—I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm saying when he gets in the game, he fucking goes crazy, and I feel like he will run up
0: stats against bad teams. You know what? I almost dropped you there for that blasphemy you put on Tyleek Williams. My brother, Tyleek, was my neighbor. His family lived right there, right outside my house, from Manassas, Virginia. Manassas' very own, Northern VA, DMV, y'all know what we about. Anywho, Tyleek Williams— about to be a first-round pick this season. Garbage time? I don't want to hear that nonsense. Last Put it year, on the, put, it, put it on wax, bro. Say, say it louder. Say Tylee Williams is a first-rounder one more time so I can close this out. Tylee Williams will be a first-rounder. He's going to hit the over on these sack numbers. He's going to go absolutely insane. Manassas Virginia's very own. There will be no Tylee disrespect while I'm in here. Y'all can drink that. Ty Wong, Malone, Kool-Aid, Ty Hamilton's going to start. Oh, Get that, get all that out of here. Ty Williams is the guy. He played. He balled out against Penn State last year. Let's not forget. Everybody talked JT. Yeah, JT went off. Watch Ty Williams back in that game. Was an absolute monster. And when he was not in the game, everybody complained about Toronto Vinson and uh, Jeron Cage, who might be working at UPS now. I don't know or not. But anyway, complain about them. Tali Williams is the guy. He needs to be in here. He's going to go over three and a half which not a high number. He's going to be an absolute monster. What, what else do we need to say? I mean, it's my neighbor. What do you want me to say?
1: I know you're a Terrapin at heart, so I know you go hard <laughs> for your DMV guys. So I'm going to just let that go.
0: All right. All right. So now let's get into your guy. Let me see what the sat's saying. Kiro can it eating that practice. Yeah, hero's going to go crazy. Um, let me see. first rounder. I'm with you, Chris. Drew. Hey, Thursday. Lies is gonna go crazy. Ron, get out the chat. <laughs> what, uh, what did I say? This is a, I'm not. I'm no. Not entertaining this anyway. Tommy Eichenberg, your guy. So here we go. Tommy Eichenberg last season had 77 solo tackles. I put his over under. this for me. I put his over under at 80 and a half. 80 hits the under, 81 hits the over. How many solo tackles will Tommy Eichenberg have this season? Chat, let me know. Ron, what are we doing?
1: This Who set this line, bro? I would have set the line at 150 and a half. And I think Tommy <laughs> would and I still would have think and i still think that Tommy would uh hit the over. I think our guy Tommy's gonna be out here flying around they're gonna get our boy a fade right before the season so you know you mean he has that black air force energy um and yeah i think tommy eugenberg is gonna go out there fucking cracking skulls just like he did last year and i expect nothing but more of the same this year i mean the dude had what 60 tackles in the rose bowl so i think this over under should be fine
0: Eh, yeah had like uh yeah like 15 they all might have been five or ten yards down the field but he had plenty i don't know if he's meeting too many guys in the hole
1: Our guy, guy Chris Drew, fourth quarter, yelling, why the fuck Cajun? (laughs) We ain't going to have those problems no more. We don't got to live like that, Chris Drew. We don't got to
0: live like that no more. We don't got to
1: live like that no more. We have so much talent on the defensive line that Larry Johnson cannot fuck this up. We are going to have to see the guys we want to see play.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah, so. Tommy, stat, uh, Chad, let me know. Tommy. Oh, man. I would have to say 80 and a half. I think he'll be right around where he was last season. I think about 75 tackles, solo tackles. Now, when you jump in on a pile, all those kind of tackles. So, at the end of the season last year, I think he finished with like 120. But I'm not talking about jumping in. <laughs> Come on, man. You all over today. You need to chill out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway i think Tommy.
1: what no 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 we can talk, talk about it we can talk about it because this nigga can want to talk crazy on like bro like we don't got the power up here i'll hear slander and tommy eichenberg in the chat bro had to go to timeout because we're not about to do that today like we're here for the season five days away from the start of the heisman campaign and niggas in here talking about scheme is the reason why he's great bro i see plenty of other motherfuckers in there in that same scheme, they ain't look like a Heisman candidate to me. No, I ain't hear no one saying uh Malcolm Cody Robert Simon like for uh, ain't nobody talking about Cody Simon for Heisman. Nigga, they play the same position. Play. Exactly because he was behind a Heisman well, candidate.
0: Uh, y'all saw my line of predictions yesterday for linebacker. I'm just saying. Anywho, I think is I think Tommy is under 80 and a half. All right, so that's from Tommy. Now, all right, everybody, listen up, listen up, listen up. We've been talking about this guy from Ohio, was supposedly rated the best linebacker in the country, some people say. You know, every service in the nation all says this. Harold Perkins last year went absolutely insane, was rated top 10 linebacker coming in to college football this season. There's a guy up at Penn State, might be named Abdul Carter. He was a freshman also, went absolutely insane last year top 10 linebacker in the country so people say so we got this guy cj hicks you might have heard of him you know maybe maybe big time recruit all that good stuff so i will preface this steel chambers last year finished with 45 solo tackles cj hicks this season over under on solo tackles 34 and a half solo tackles 34 to hit the under 35 to hit the over where are we at chat ron let me know where does cj hicks finish in tackles this season because this is is strictly strictly based on playing time so this is a playing time more question than will cj produce because we all believe he will so where is he at is he under or is he over 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 i'll be firing
1: coaches on the timeline if he doesn't i mean how how many how many tackles did Harold perkins have last year I have no fucking clue, but it's probably over 34, I would believe. That's what I'm saying, like how long are we going to have this guy just sit on the bench? Like it doesn't make any sense and he needs to play. I th- 72 tackles. Like what uh, are we yeah. doing? That's what he had. Uh, uh 39 solo, uh 72 total. total. So yes, 39. You, 39 have, 30 you have you have CJ at 34 and a half? Yeah. Solo or total? Yeah.
0: Solo, solo. <sighs>
1: I'll tell you, uh, I'm going to go didn't. the under then. We are going to go the under then because I think they're going to dick him around and not play him enough. <laughs> if Harold Perkins played as much as he did and he only got 39. And well, he didn't field, play
0: every game, all game. So you would think this year those his stats might fucking go. I mean, CJ Hicks
1: definitely ain't going <laughs> to. <laughs> we I'm know that. <laughs> so wait, um, wait, 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 We got to um, talk about something before we go in okay. here. Week 0, we saw this guy named Captain America out there going crazy for USC. Oh you lord, Tacket Curtis. Tackett fucking Curtis. Do you not think that that has played a role in why he is playing for Alex Grinch instead of the Ohio State Buckeyes? Jim Knowles has a sandwich named after himself and Tackett Curtis's hometown cuz he spent so much time recruiting this kid. And now he's starting as a true freshman. Week one, not week one, week zero for USC. <laughs> even, even the Our pre-season. team's negatively recruiting CJ Hicks because it's like, look, you got this five-star number one linebacker
0: in the class, and they got this man playing Jack. Like, what are we doing? A hundred percent when you choose. Now, L.A. is a nice place. I've been out there. They got some scenery. There's some deaf talent off the field, if you know what I'm saying. It's a good place to be. But if you're playing football, there's no way you pick Ohio State over USC. If you are serious, I would call that a very unserious decision. Now, all that said, if you want to start and play early and have an impact and have people back home watching you in the first game of the season and you play linebacker, Yes, Ohio State might not be the place for you if you want to do all that and be driving a Lamborghini in your first season. You might have to wait till season three or four to do that. So, yes, most definitely that played a role in why Tag Curtis is not here because we don't, nobody believes in Alice Grinch on the West Coast. Nobody believes in Alice Grinch on the East Coast, nor in the Midwest, the Mid South, whatever you want to call that little part either. So, Nobody believes in Alex Grinch other than Alex Grinch himself and Lincoln Riley for some odd reason. Um, So I firmly believe he did not come here because he was not going to play. Not only would he not have played, if Harold Perkins enrolled last season at Ohio State, he would not have played. If Abdul Carter enrolled last season, he would not have played. If Barrett Carter transferred in, we would find a reason to not play him. So, yes, 100%. That is why we are not getting these big-time linebacker recruits year after year, and that is why Georgia gets five-star after five-star after five-star after five-star. Five five and guys, know I got four or five-stars in front of me, and I still might hit the field. So, C.J. Hicks has to play this season for the sake of linebacker <laughs> recruiting in the future. Dear God, please hit the over on 34-and-a-half, not just for yourself, for me for the chat, for Buckeye fans nationwide, for Europe, for the Queen of England, for somebody, goddammit, please send that over so we can get a top linebacker to come here and not be spinning back trying to flip Akron's recruit. No disrespect to Akron. Yeah,
1: definitely want to don't want to disrespect Akron. Very lovely place I visited recently um let's get through this secondary fairly quickly because i'm looking at some of these numbers my nigga and i could tell you the answer is going to be same for a lot of them and i'm you guys are going to know what my answer is going to be when i read you this first one (laughs) denzel burke i had to read this like four fucking times because i was like who set this line jesus christ over under three and a half interceptions
0: over on three and a half. Chat, where y'all at? We didn't okay, we didn't have a cornerback at an interception last season. So let me preface that. Denzel Burke should at least walk into one or two interceptions by himself without making a play. It's not that hard. I played corner before. <laughs> um, I'ma say over. Denzel Burke. We're going to have to
1: start drug testing on this program because I don't know what type anyway, of substances. my guy Q is using. But my over. man is smoking heavy this over. morning, bro.
0: I think he gets four. I think he gets four. I think he has a breakout season.
1: Chat, please tell me how many interceptions you think Denzel Burke is going to have this year.
0: Three and a half is not a lot. You think what?
1: This nigga does have three have career interceptions and you're talking about he's gonna do it in one season what the fuck are we talking about
0: he got one interception stolen from him so he might have like two or three okay he could have one stolen from him and i could give him two more and
1: he's not at three and a half in his career and you're talking about three in a season I he's he's got the six there's no way (laughs) there's no
0: way he doesn't have six in his career it's breakout season called breakout for a reason. Actually, that might yeah, have been Unless a this man – no, Breakout for a no. reason. Dang, that's a bar. I,
1: again, I, don't, I don't want to be disrespectful. I think Denzel Burke absolutely does have an interception. I think Kasai – Do you think he gets an, three? Kasai – no, I don't. I think he gets two. I've never – this nigga didn't turn and look for the ball not one time in an entire fucking season last year. He did not look back one time. 90% of the time, if the receiver's in front of me, Denzel Burke is face guarding him like this, getting sexed up, not even looking for the fucking ball. I didn't even know he knew how to turn his head. I thought you, Bro, you're a movie fucking guy.
0: Aaliyah, chill. No, 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 no. You're a movie guy, Q.
1: You're a, Q. You're a movie guy, Q. Uh, what, what does Batman say uh, – uh, it sure would be nice to be able to it sure would make backing out of the driveway easy. This nigga cannot fucking turn his head. This man's fucking head is fucking locked when when he's asking for the new suit after he gets bit by the dogs and he talks about not being able to turn his head. That is Denzel Burke. That nigga cannot turn around. He can't back out of the driveway because he never looks for the fucking ball. No, no. Two interceptions. Three and a half is fucking
0: crazy, bro. I trust Tim Walton. I trust his cornerback development. I'm gonna go four. I'm going to go four over the season, over, under. And he maybe freaking pull my stats out. All right, so that's Denzel Burke. I'm seeing a lot of overs in the chat, and Q was right. So that's what I'm seeing in the chat, 100%. I appreciate y'all. Um, okay, so Jordan Hancock, two and a half, over, under.
1: Well, according to you, he's getting drafted this year, so I would hope he's two drafted. and a half. He's not. I would go with two. No, him going under again. If anything, I'd be shocked if he crosses two. How many career uh, interceptions do we have for our man that's getting, according to you, You're. I know you're going to say over. Go ahead, say it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going actually, I'm to actually go to under. I think two is is, is right for him. I'm going to go two for Jordan Hancock, but I think he's going to ball out this season. He's going to make plays, a lot of pass breakups, two interceptions, and he will get drafted, and I will be fine dining in wherever I have moved to during that time on Ron's I,
1: But I I mean, I definitely see where you're coming from. I just pulled up his career stats and, you know, he, he has nine total tackles, zero forced fumbles, zero interceptions and zero pass defenses. Oh, I'm sorry. One, one career pass defense. So. Yeah, it sounds like a
0: first rounder to me. I didn't say first rounder. <laughs> I did not say that. I said he will get drafted this season. Don't be, put me doing that. Yeah, everybody here thinking oh, he's okay. not though. I did but I say first round, <laughs> first round or drafted. They're both pretty ridiculous <laughs> not, either way. No. Those two things are not the same. <laughs> I did not say first round,
1: bro. So, you could fit all nine tackles in six and a half seconds
0: of film. Ron, he hasn't played. Why? Because he was hurt last season, mm, or he okay. would have had way more left <laughs> okay. than J. K. Johnson, who yeah. transferred out, or Jair Brown, who looked good in his playing time. See, and
1: here's the thing: I like Jordan Hancock, but you be got you be taking it too far, acting like this nigga's oh, Tommy Eichenberg or something. He's
0: not.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: well, you know, see, like I say, I, I, when I'm fine dining on Ron's dime, you know what happens. <laughs> All right, let's get duty. So, um, last one I had, Jihad Carter. Now this, now this is a this is a little hefty. This is a little hefty. So y'all prepare for this. Jihad Carter, freshman All American, I will say. Come in here. They say this kid's ball hawk. They they said shades, <laughs> I'm <get> off. <laughs> shades of Malik Hooker.
1: <laughs> Again. This guy Q, man, he just can't leave it alone. We're done with disrespecting Whoopio niggas. He talks about uh, Syracuse safety coming in here looking like Malik Malik Hooker. He's not even going to play over Malik Hartford. What are we talking about? Get up here and tell them this goofy-ass line that you have right here. Because this is fucking insane. We don't even know if this nigga's going to play and Q (laughs) has this man. Out here <laughs> like fucking Charles Woodson. Go ahead. What's the fucking line, Q? What's the okay. line? Go ahead. Tell them this
0: goofy-ass line. Hey, is that information? That's, they tell me he's balling. Okay. So Hot Carter. Four and a half interceptions over under. Now, the safeties last year did get some picks. <laughs> Robert removed himself. The safeties last year did get some picks. So, this is not exactly insane. Four and a half Chat where we're at, and since Ron is a Rocket, Chad's back up here. He ain't about to be hiding. I Chaz quit. <laughs> I <quit>. am <laughs> done. Shays of Malik Hooker, like I said, four and a half. I actually think he's going to be the ball hawk of this defense. If interceptions are going to come from, I think it's going to come from him. He will start. What are we talking about? He's going to play that inside role. I'm pretty sure, probably more than Jordan Hancock. Because Jim Knowles seems to not want to start three corners, even though Ryan say, Ryan Day said start three corners. So, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five. Where are y'all at, chat? Does he finish with four? And that's the under. Five or the over. I see people say four, so I'm not far off here with this over-under stat. So, see four. Throw some in there. Ron, where do you think he finishes with interceptions?
1: Oh, sorry. I just got off the phone with my bank so I can slam this fucking under. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, better, it,
0: better.
1: It they, they see I had ten bands, and they said, "Was this you?" So I had to let them know. <laughs> yes, someone's giving a line of four and a half on Jihad Carter interceptions, and I must slam the under.
0: I'm seeing some fours. I'm seeing some fours in the chat, so I'm not too far off.
1: So, right, I mean, yeah. at this pace, just between uh, corners and Jihad Carter, we're gonna have fourteen interceptions this year. So we should be at, averaging at, at least at least to a game. With these statistics, start with Indiana. You
0: can only go from there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this one, this one was not anywhere. I just made it up strictly for entertainment value. Jim Knowles, the over/under, T10 game, November twenty eighth is it every season. November twenty eighth, right? Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't think twenty eighth. November twenty eighth. Ohio State rolls into Ann Arbor, a crowd of ugly yellow. Jim Knowles has been known for giving up explosive plays. This is Mark. He says, I will give up a few explosive plays a game, yada, yada, yada. I have set the over under at three and a half. Does Jim Knowles give up more than three and a half, which would be four explosive plays against Tita, or does he hit the under? with three or less explosive plays. Where are we at with Jim Knowles over under-explosive plays in the T-Time game? Wrong.
1: I mean, I I guess I was upsetting some people in the chat for being so negative. I will be positive here. I do not have the Geek Squad protection plan on my TV. So, for the sake of my (laughs) TV, it better be three and a half, or your boy's going to be playing Mike Tyson Punch-Out!, on the big screen, because there's no way I'm watching over three and a half defensive plays. Because I mean, it explosive plays. If they do, they should walk out onto the field at the end of the game and fire him in Ann Arbor and leave him there to find his own flight home, like they did with Lane Kiffin uh, when they fired him from the Raiders and they left him in the losing city. There. Over three and a half is completely unacceptable. You let up three last year. I think we still might even be able to compete in that game. But like the amount of explosive plays that we gave up last year was disgusting and unacceptable. And I don't think it happens again this year. <laughs> fire, Especially right. when you have Jahad Carter out there getting, you know, <laughs> Jahad interceptions that game. Shades. What do you have? What do you have Jahad Carter at over under for the T game? Q four interceptions in that game alone? Shades of Bryson
0: Shaw. <laughs> definitely pick when we need one oh man that's all i got for over the stats <laughs> take it away you got a pick left for the show i <laughs> do i have a couple quick hitters before
1: we uh, get out of here this and this one this might be a tough one especially with jihad carter you know with five interceptions this year but more snaps malik hartford or jihad carter jihad carter more snaps boo Over, under, three and a half starts for Cam Martinez this year.
0: Under, if not, Jim Nils is fired.
1: And our last one. Over, under, I mean, there can only be one answer from you on this one with the fucking stats you have this defense (laughs) putting up. Over, under, top 12 and a half defense in the country this year.
0: With the defense line... As they talk about it with this retooled secondary and playing the right players on defense. And I truly believe we will win a national championship this season. I'ma have to ride with under the 12 and a half best defense. So that would be less than 12, because that's just an odd way to put that. So a top 10 defense, man. Top 10 defense, however you say, it, over, under, whatever. Top 10 defense this season. We will not accept any less. The guy's making $2 million. Go play some damn defense.
1: You really pocket watching with Jim Knowles because anytime you got criticism for that nigga, he always but
0: hey, two million dollars. <laughs> if him or his sister throw me a hundred bands, I will never complain about Jim Knowles again. That's 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 my price. Everybody has theirs.
1: That's a pretty low price. I'm gonna need more than that because if the comes out here looking, looking
0: no, it's not. No,
1: if he if he comes out here looking weak, you couldn't pay me a hundred thousand dollars not to talk crazy. Like we are going to be hella critical. The season's here. My excitement is gone. <laughs> Winning
0: time is here. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Q? It's, it's game week. Are you fired up? I mean, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Hey, hey, hey. I'm telling you, Thursday, tune in. It's going to be a lot of lies told. Uh, Jason Scott, he said he wants to know our season predictions. I've been on the record saying this is the Natty season. I didn't believe last year was the Natty season, even though we were <laughs> that close. So I believe it's a Natty season for us. I don't see us losing a game in the regular season, and obviously we can't lose one in the playoffs either to win a Natty. So that's that's where I'm rocking. Too much talent on this team, Ron.
1: Fifteen to zero. What kind of question is that? <laughs> I can be critical, but your boy's still a homer. We are going to absolutely <laughs> win the national championship, and anything anything that looks anything less than that standard will be criticized extensively on this program. So. Just a heads up, we are here, and the realism is here. The sunshine is gone. The season is right in front of us. I, I honestly, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, watching football this season, I mean, this weekend had me so hype and so ready for this Saturday. Like being able to watch the Buckeyes and watch our college football pregame show right here on the channel from 10 a.m. to 11:30. We have so many big things lined up this week. Q. Tell the people what we got going on before we get out of here.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. So um, it's Monday. So Wednesday, we have a nat- our national show. Uh, that'll be Mike and the gang, the fans edge. They go up there. A lot of energy, a little more. You get a little more feed from around the country, what's going on. Thursday, big Chris Drew will be in the building. I'm not cutting my hair, if we good. <laughs> I'm not cutting my hair. We're not undefeated. It's not happening. Nothing for looks. I will do some bets, but um, not eyebrows. He said too.
1: not his hair, not but he'll do his eyebrows. So if the Buckeyes don't go undefeated, your boy Q is going to be out here looking like, uh, I don't even know, something without eyebrows.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, Thursday, me and Big Chris Drew in here, state of the program. Y'all know what to expect there. Um, Ron will be post-game at Bleacher Report, and he will be pre-game right here um, at 10 a.m. So that's what we got coming up this week. I'm um, pretty much very full week. That'd be thing every day, every morning here, at 8 a.m. And we roll from there. So if you need an update, we'll update you again tomorrow. But we're here all week. So every day we got something, man. We got something for you. The season is starting. We're excited. This, this channel is, is exploding a little bit. So we're excited to see that. We appreciate y'all coming in here. 70 people at near 9 a.m. We would definitely appreciate y'all coming through and hanging out with us.
1: Yeah, shout out to the guy Sean Michaels. I was in here flexing 1,800 subs on Twitch the other day. We're at 5,000. Bitch, Q, <laughs> Let the people know where you can find us.
0: Um, yeah, man. If you want to find me, I got oh, it's, it left. Okay, well, it was there. But City Boy Quentin on Twitter, a lot of jobs on Instagram. I also talk movies at Marley Films here, um, on YouTube and on TikTok, and then every day in the morning, 8 a.m. Right here. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at
1: 2Ts. That's 2 underscore T-E-E-S. It's the same on Twitch. You can find me on TikTok at 2Shiesty here every morning with my guy Q for the Buckeye Roast at 8 a.m. The season is officially here. You can find me on Bleacher Report for an immediate post game reaction on Saturday and also right here at 10 a.m. on Saturday for the college football pregame show. And we also have Buckeye BS on Sundays at 10 a.m. Yeah, with our guys yeah. Mike and Cam. Make sure if you want to see the whole gang together to recap the game on Sundays that you are there. It is going to be a live show, I promise. So <laughs> it's it going to be one for the ages. So we appreciate you guys. Have a good one and uh, see you tomorrow.
0: Yeah.